Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Tuesday, December the 21st, in the final week of the holy season of Advent. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of a prophet that we have seldomly used, uh, not because he's not important, but because of the occasions. But his prophecy this morning is quite uh, appropriate as we get ever closer to the holy city of Bethlehem and to the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It comes to us by way of the prophet Zephaniah. Prophet Zephaniah, chapter 3, verses 14 through 18. Zephaniah 3, 14 through 18. And the season that we find ourselves in, the holy season of Advent, on the way to Christmas, is a time of tremendous uh, joy. And whenever we have joy, there's something about it that it just will not be contained. It's like that uh, bottle of pop that we used to shake up or the can. And when we open it, it all spews out all over the place. When we receive good news, a loved one is returning home for Christmas. One we haven't seen in a long time, we may happen to run into uh, in the store, in the street. Uh, an unexpected letter, a card, an update from someone, a phone call some good fortune that has come to us, unexpected, undeserved, and yet we are surprised by joy. And we find ourselves looking around to, to share it, to tell. It's too good to be kept inward. Uh, we can't uh, keep it to ourselves. That's the, that's the greatness of joy. Joy is not contained. It's, it breaks the boundaries, breaks the boundaries of our everyday lives. It breaks the boundaries of perhaps some cloud that's been following us around. Perhaps we're filled with all kinds of anxieties this time of the year. Perhaps we're concerned about many things. That's also present. But at the same time, there is a joy which penetrates, which comes through the thickest clouds, the gloomiest days, the coldest wind, the rain. It penetrates. And we find ourselves walking with a little bit quicker step, a little more cheerful outlook. We find ourselves uplifted, kind of transcended, uh, beyond where we were before. And the prophet Zephaniah presents to Israel, God's people, a tremendous message that really speaks to us today. He begins right off the bat. Shout for joy. Sing joyfully. Be glad and exult with all your heart. The Lord has removed the judgment against you, turned away your enemies. 
And of course, we can find ourselves at times thinking, where is the, the joy? Where is the exaltation, the gladness of heart, and so on? It's coming. It's a few short days away. It is the greatest joy in the world. There is no present that we can give or receive. There is no gift that we can buy or send or someone sends to us that is greater than the knowledge and experience that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, will be born in a crib in Bethlehem. But more importantly, he will be born in each and every one of us. He has turned away your enemies, the enemies of sin and death. Sin will be overcome by grace. Death will be overcome by the life of this child, the life of the one on the cross, to eternal life. Uh, all of the things, the joys of this world, and they are real and good, but they are temporal. They pass. But what endures forever is the joy that comes with the Savior being born within us and to us. The prophet goes on and he says, Have no further misfortune to fear. Don't fear. Don't live by that paralysis of fear, which keeps you in that fragile bark, that dark place, that place of suspicion, of uncertainty and insecurity. The Lord has turned away your enemies. No misfortune do you need fear. You say, well, I have misfortune. Yes, but it won't conquer you. It's not lasting. Because in the crib is God's victory. And God's victory is our shared victory. It's offered to us. And he says, be not discouraged. The word courage comes from the Latin meaning heart. And for the Bible, the heart is the very essence, the very center of a person. It is our whole being. Everything that makes us who we are and what we are and whose we are, almighty gods. We don't, we, we're not to be discouraged that whatever is happening, whatever storms and clouds, whatever's gathering, it will not ultimately win. He goes on and he says, in your midst is a mighty savior. Rejoice with gladness and renew you in his love. The Lord does not come to condemn. The Lord does not come to give us lectures, pile on guilt, hold up our sins ever before us. No, you are to be renewed in his love. Whatever sins we have, whatever guilt we carry, it's time to let 
the Christ child. Cleanse and erase so that we can start anew. It's very few chances in life, very often we get to begin again, to start anew. As we say, to wipe the slate clean. Some of you may remember the old uh, tablets, not, not these modern things, where you could write uh, on them and then lift the paper up and they would magically disappear, just whoop, so you could start all over again. It was this clean, clean little piece of cellophane kind of paper, and it just would go. That's the way it is with the Lord, renewed in his love, and sing joyfully as one sings at festivals. Remember the last time you may have been to a sing-along. Maybe it was in your home with family and friends. Maybe it was at Christmas. Maybe it was at some festival occasion, a wedding, an anniversary, a graduation, what have you, whatever it was, where voices are raised in joy. Well, that's what we're invited to. And it's easy for us at this time of the year to get all caught up in all kinds of activities, hustle and bustle, going and welcoming, giving, receiving, and to become exhausted, anxiety-filled. Is everything in place? Is everything ready? Everything is in place and everything is ready. And there is no need to be filled with anxiety. For the Lord is coming. And the Lord does not go back on his promise. So today is a reading of tremendous joy. But not only for today, not only for this season, not only for this time, but really for the whole of our lives. Our whole lives doesn't mean we don't acknowledge the cross. We do. But the cross leads to the resurrection. The darkness of the night will be pierced by that light which is not overcome. For Christ is the light of the world. He is the one who takes away all of our sins, dispels the clouds of darkness, and shows us the way to the Father, the way to true life. I am the resurrection and the life. That's Jesus. And that's Jesus offered to us. So this day, let us take time. Take a little time. Carve it out of your day. And pause and be filled with the joy of the Holy Spirit. Be glad and exult. Do not be discouraged or fearful. Do not concentrate on your misfortune. Do not concentrate on all of the real and imagined enemies you may have around you. For the Lord is coming. He is but a few short days away. The city of Bethlehem grows larger and larger in our vision. 
as we move closer and closer. So let us this day cry out with joy in the Lord and sing a new song to him. For the Lord in his love has done great things for us and through us. God bless you.